Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. What's up? Wow, look at his camera quality. I know. I know. Isn't it great? I told you guys, I gave you guys my word that I was going to fix the camera quality, and I finally found an inexpensive solution, I should say. There's plenty of solutions I came across that I was not willing to throw down the uh, bankroll, if you will, that would go into some of those solutions. So I actually found um, a way to use the camera on my phone to record, and it's it's a world of difference. Hopefully you guys can see it on the outcome of this video. Um, I, I know the angle's kind of messed up, but I don't have like a tripod for my phone, so it's kind of just sitting on a shoebox with this heavy decorative thing behind it to keep it standing upright. That's why it looks like I'm talking down to you guys, you know, like y'all are a lesser being than I. I promise I don't think of you guys that way. That's just how it looks, okay? I also just want to preface this episode by saying it is going to be shorter than my episodes usually are, just because y'all know I record on Thursdays and then I post it on Friday. I have a lot of stuff to do today, which is Thursday, um, and I, I don't like recording on Fridays because I like the videos to come out in the middle of the day on Friday at the same time every week. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep this kind of short and sweet this time, but don't worry. I do still have a lot to talk to you guys about. Um, as always, I want to start with, I just don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. When you are at the store or the gas station and you find it in your heart to be kind and caring towards your fellow man, and to pay it forward and you decide to hold the door open for somebody and they either one walk in don't even acknowledge that you held the door open for them you might as well be a door stopper they don't say thank you or the other thing that I hate is when somebody clearly sees that you're holding the door open for them mm. sorry I got the hiccups and, uh, yeah, you're holding the door open for them. Y'all lock eye contact. They they make it known that they know that you know you saw them holding open the door. And they don't try to hurry at all. They're just keeping their same pace. You know, I like the people, when you hold the door open for them, they're like, oh, thank you, man. You know, you're one in a million. You're the best. Or... The people, when they see you holding the door open for them, and they kind of, like, speed walk a little bit. That way you're not having that long, awkward, like, I don't know if I should, st you're standing there, like, I don't know if I should still be holding the door open. I don't know if I'm, if I'm crossing over that fine line between being courteous and just being fucking weird and social interactive deprived. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's the worst when you decide to be nice and hold the door open for somebody and you're, like, at the gas station. And it looks like y'all are going to meet at the door at the same time. So you go to, like, open the door for them. And then they run back to their car that's, like, five feet away because they forgot their wallet or something. And in that moment, that's a game-time decision. Do you continue to hold the door because you know they're going to be back in five seconds? 
Or do you walk in there and do you let it in the back of your mind subconsciously know it's about to just close on their face? And then you have to shop in the same gas station as that person. You know, you're looking at the bag of chips you want to get and you're like, looking over and I'm like, fuck, dude. You know, maybe that's me overthinking. Because I'm a very unapologetic person. Like, most of the time I don't give a fuck. But in situations like that, I'll let it eat me up. You know? I'll think about it on my whole car ride home. I'll be like, damn, dude. I was an asshole. I should have held the door open. I should have held it open. I should have. I don't know. It's just the way my brain works. Uh, on the on the very few occasions that it does work, that's how it works. Um, <clears throat> full five-day week this week. You know, last week was short. Now we're back to that five-day grind. And uh, it just reminded me why I fantasize about winning the lottery or inventing the next Amazon so much because this is not the fucking move, dude. I'm telling you. I need to I need to invent something, and I need to do it soon. Hold on. I'm not feeling this light back here. Oh, blue. That's way better. Um, so, yeah. That, yeah, getting back to the the workflow, that was kind of a pain. Last weekend, I talked a whole lot of shit about this McGregor fight, dude. Um, and my boy lost. My boy lost. I will stand by 100% the fact that that should have ended in no contest. The definition in the UFC handbook is... If it's a no contest, that means that the fighter wants to continue, but he cannot because of certain circumstances. Case in point, your leg breaks in half. And I know everybody's going to be like, oh, you're a Conor McGregor dick rider. Poirier won. No, he didn't. No, he didn't, dude. That was a bogus win, and I'm going to stand by it. And that's all I'm going to say about that, all right? I could go on for 10 minutes about this, but... I'm not going to because nobody cares. I just had to put that out there. I'm a man. I could admit when I was wrong. I really thought McGregor was going to win, and he didn't. But we'll be back, cunts. Is that what he says? We'll be back, cunt. He's gonna. I'm going to walk him around the ring like a dog and then put him to sleep. All right, dude. And then you snapped your fucking leg in half, Conor McGregor. Come on, dude. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. So, yeah, that happened. Um, oh, I got to tell you guys about this ghost story. All right. So, I went to bed Tuesday night. And I was watching a movie on my TV. Or maybe YouTube or something. And my my in-window... They're like an in-window AC unit. And they're so loud. So, when I'm laying in bed, I can't hear my TV. So, I innovated... And I took my Bluetooth speaker, connected it to my TV, put it on my bed frame next to where my bed is so I could see my TV and still be able to hear it right next to me in bed while still having my ACs run and not having to blast my TV where I can barely hear it over the ACs but all of my neighbors can hear it through the walls. I was like, oh yeah, badass. So I ended up dozing off while I was watching TV. I woke up in the middle of the night and... Um, I, I turned the TV off, and I turned the speaker off, and I, like, rolled over and went to bed. And so these doors are open right here behind me. 
And I wake up in the middle of the night, maybe an hour or two later. And I don't know if you guys have ever woken up and you've been in that weird stage where you're not completely awake, but you're also not completely asleep either. Like, you're kind of aware, but, like, you're in a mind state where, like, you will believe anything. I turned my TV off and my speaker off. I woke up because my speaker was playing a video, like the sound of it, and I roll over. I'm like, what the fuck? Did I not turn the TV off? And the TV is off. I look over at my computer, and it's playing from my computer. And I'm like, okay, that's that's weird. And so in my mindset of not being completely awake and not completely asleep, I remembered this old legend that I heard, is that you are not supposed to sleep with your feet facing open doorways. Right? I don't remember where I heard it, but the way that my bed is laid, my feet face this wall right here behind me. And I had my doors open, and I never do that. And immediately, I instantly thought of, like, that bit of information I had. I was like, dude, it's true. You're not supposed to sleep with your feet facing open doors because it welcomes in spirits. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. So I get up, I close the doors, and uh, I turn the, turn the speaker off again. I go back to sleep. Maybe 30 minutes later... I wake up again in that one of those same stages of like not awake, not asleep, because I could, I swear to you, I swear to you, again, I'm in that weird sleep stage, transition stage, so anything was like possible at this point. I swear to God, I felt somebody like, like push down on the edge of my mattress by my feet, and I'm just looking at the roof like, dude, no fucking way. And so, with my five-year-old mentality, I pull the covers over my head because everybody knows, a, you know, a bloodthirsty demon can't get you if you put the covers over you. And so I do that, and I kind of turn to my side, and I have the blanket over my head in a way where it's covering my eyes, but it's not covering my nose and my mouth. That way I can breathe because it's, it gets really hot. If you're breathing in your own breath under the blanket, I know that's gross, but you know what I mean. And so I'm, I'm laying on my side and I'm looking at my computer desk. And then I immediately remember, remember another story that I've heard. That if you are not sitting in a chair, that you need to push it in. Because if not, you're inviting spirits to come and sit in that chair. And I slowly like just peek open my blanket a little bit. And my computer chair is sitting almost in the middle of the room like this. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And so um, that was that was the night that we had actually gotten rain for the first time in Arizona in a long time. And so it was like sprinkling. And right as I had that realization, I heard like something on my roof. It was probably a branch falling, but I heard it go like on my roof. I was like, nope, fucking dude. And I'm like clenching. I am clenching hard, bro. I'm like, no fucking way. I didn't even want to get up to push the chair in. And I swear to God, I fell asleep just like bundled up like this. And I woke up the next morning. I made sure to push my chair in. And for the first 10 minutes that I was actually awake getting ready for work, I was just like, dude, something was in my room last night. And I am just glad that I did not see it.
because I would have to cancel my lease. And uh, by the time I got to work and I had been awake for a little bit, I realized how naive I was being and I realized I was just in that weird transitional sleep stage. I know I was just hearing and wanting to imagine things. But uh, nonetheless, it was... It freaked me out, man. It freaked me out. So, um, yeah, that was that was my ghost story. You see how gullible I am, guys? Like, And I do it to myself. Like, I had nothing to be scared of, and I'm like, like a child. But yeah, just uh, thought I'd share that with you guys. Like I said, today's episode is going to be kind of short. Um, <clears throat> I did put out a YouTube video on, what was it? Wednesday? Yeah, on Wednesday about this super hardcore gangster thug that I found on TikTok. So be sure to go watch that. Leave a like, leave a comment. Uh, I want to start doing more YouTube videos. And I promise you, next uh, podcast episode will be full length uh, as per usual. And also before my my regular uh, scheduled podcast that I do on Friday, I do have a bonus episode coming out with Sarah that's going to come out on the 19th so be sure to look out for that it's a really good one and uh other than that you guys have an amazing weekend stay safe don't let any ghosts in your room and I'll talk to you next week peace